Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So the October surprise has arrived. Um, And it's, of course, not about Donald Trump because those October surprises are always lies. You know the October surprise, right? It's a term you're uh, used for research, opposition research. It drops on political candidates right before an election in October. We see it all the time. Now, the catch is the October surprises about Donald Trump um, have largely been fake news, um, while the October surprise we just saw about Joe Biden is absolutely devastating. Now we know the entire time Biden's a corruptocrat. He's deeply corrupt. He's corrupt with foreign countries. He sold the country out. Um, He has been colluding with foreign officials with his son taking a boatload of money, and he's been lying about it the whole time. I've got the evidence to prove it, and you're not going to want to miss a single second of today's episode. I've got that. Also got the New York Times. We called it. We called it. Paula, did we call it? Did we call it? Did we not call it? What did I tell you? We exposed this left-wing coup going on and calls for violence. And the New York Times sleazy fake news specialist, Davey Fake News Alba, turns around, tries to blame us exposing the left-wing violence, blaming us for it. It's a... Republicans pounce on the media pouncing on Republicans pounce story. <laughs> Hilarity ensues. I've got that too. Today's show brought to you by Express VPN. Protect your online activity, your web surfing from prying eyeballs. Get a VPN today. Don't wait. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show on this Wednesday. Producer Joe, how are you today? Fine, sir. Well, I'm doing well, man. And I know we have a lot to get to, so I'm going to shut up. Yes, because <laughs> poor, poor Joe's been cutting the cutting the hell out of a video all morning ah. for us. We got a lot of video. I'm going to show to you how Bi- Biden is a lion con man. Um, and you're all being, ah, no. a Scranton kid. He's such a good guy. <laughs> He's not a good guy. Trump knows that, too. Yeah. You, Joe's already seen the video. No. He's a lying fool is what he is. All right. Let's get to it. Today's show brought to you by our friends at We the People Holsters. Ladies and gentlemen, if COVID wasn't warning enough, the last two weeks have reminded us all why there's a Second Amendment. If the left succeeds in defunding the police, you may be your only protection. Sad. This is why you need to be properly trained and to carry your firearm responsibly with a terrific We the People holster. This is mine. This one is actually the We the People print. See that? Their clip on the back, uh, back absolutely fantastic. You can adjust the cant and the ride for comfort, the most comfortable, secure holster I've ever used. Look at that. It's cut precision. You can see it. A precision mold cut precisely to your firearm right there. Made in the USA. It's not made in the chats. They have thousands of options to choose from, plus an amazing selection of printed holsters. Clip design makes it super comfortable. Doesn't rub uh, rub up against that hip bone with those other cheapo inside the waistband holsters. And again, you get that secure clip. It's cut, uh, the secure fit, excuse me, cut precision to your firearm. Go today. Support American companies. Go to wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. Get yours today. Don't wait. Every holster ships free, comes with a lifetime guarantee. These are the best in the business. You're going to love these. Get an additional $10 off with the offer code Dan. Satisfaction is guaranteed. If it's not a perfect fit, send it back for a total refund. Go to wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. Wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. Use offer code Dan today for an additional $10 off. All right, Joe, let's go. There it is. Nice. There it is. (laughs) There it is. So uh, Joe Biden, ladies and gentlemen, let's set this up. I'm going to get to the story in a second, but a story dropped in the New York Post this morning, um, which again is just revelatory. Um, 
explosive. I don't know how else to describe it. You run out of adjectives, adverbs, all kinds to describe these things because Joe Biden and Barack Obama were the most corrupt administration in presidential history. We all know that at this point, all the sane people know that. Um, so you run out of adjectives to describe just how corrupt they are when the news breaks about the details of their corruption. So um, I'll get to the New York Post story in a minute, but they ran a story this morning. That we all know Joe Biden's son was corrupt, Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden took a job in Ukraine while Joe Biden was the point man for the Obama administration as vice president in Ukraine. So Joe Biden's running the Ukraine relations project. Joe Biden's son gets a big job in Ukraine in a natural gas company, Burisma. Joe Biden's son has zero experience in natural gas or in Ukraine or in Burisma. Weird how that happens. Now, when people started sniffing around, even the Washington Post back in like 2014, 2015, I've been covering this story forever, by the way. Sorry, not a pat on the back, just a fact. Uh, when people started sniffing around, being like, wait, 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 uh, Joe, the Scranton kid, Scranton kid, Joe Biden, let me get this straight. You're the vice president managing our relationship with Ukraine while your son with no experience in the natural gas energy resources realm at all got a job with a natural gas company in the country you're effectively supervising for the Obama administration, got a lucrative position on a board. Uh, that's kind of weird. So people started sniffing around. Joe Biden does what Joe Biden always does. Joe, what does Joe Biden do best? Well, he's he lies. Really good at lying. He's yeah. great at it. <laughs> this guy is a the top of the totem pole of liars, the best of the best. If there were a a, a 22 scale, one of 22, because 10's just too easy to talk about. One of 20, 22 being the best liar possible. This guy's a 21.9. We gotta leave a little bit room for improvement. He's the best. He lies about everything all the time. That's when he's not busy plagiarizing, which is his second best skill. Lying, number one, plagiarizing <laughs> the deuce. So let's go through the videos here in case, again, you think we're making any of this up because we always produce the evidence, ladies and gentlemen. That's what we do. We don't expect anyone in the media to cover this. Here's Joe Biden as far back as 2008. Joe Biden on with Tom Brokaw talking about how his son has Hunter who gets this, you know, has always been involved in these shady activities overseas. This is Biden as far back as 2008 saying how his son doesn't speak to him about his foreign lobbying stuff. Then no, don't worry about any of this, Tom. Check this out. So if you get to Washington as president and vice president, given the promises that Senator Obama has made, would you look at situations like you were just went through, which has raised some questions where Sons work for big banks that have interests in states. My son has never spoken to me. I voted for every campaign reform that's existed with regard to lobbyists. I voted for every single solitary proposal to make it tougher. And if you ask around here, ask, try to find how many lobbyists have actually, I probably have spoken to lobbyists, but I don't, it's not a practice I have. If they want to see me, the CEO has to come and see me from the company. But specifically, what would this administration do? Mm. Hmm. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's such a fraud. I can't believe how many sane Americans are falling for this guy's BS. I can't believe. I'm not kidding. I'm not. This isn't like when people say people. My, I always my mother-in-law is the best. She always says, I cannot believe. She says that all the time. Whenever I, I'm not kidding. Like she says it joking around. I'm serious. I really can't believe how many people are. You must hate Trump so much to vote for this epic fraud that your, your judgment, you're in a fog of 
disclarity. There's no clarity at all. And you're just like, I hate Trump so much. I would vote for my wife and I watched Bram Stoker's Dracula last night. You would vote for Nosferatu for Vampire. (laughs) That scene at the end with Anthony Hopkins. It's all like, you would vote for Ivan Drago from Rocky IV. Before you would, I thought like Rocky Fordham. Before you would vote for Biden, uh, Trump, excuse me, that you're that desperate because this guy is a corrupt, epic, lying, plagiarizing fraud like we have never seen in American presidential politics. So you may say, Dan, that was 2008. Hunter Biden didn't get the job with Burisma until 2014. No, we just went back to show you how Biden's. Sons have always been involved in shady stuff, and he's always denied even discussing it with him. Here's the great Peter Ducey from Fox, who does actually asks questions. He, he does actual journalism. Shocker. Here's Peter Ducey in 2019. That's last year for the liberals listening. Asking about this Burisma deal. Listen to the beginning because it pops quick. And watch Biden get mad again when asked about his son's shady dealings we now know about. And say, I've never spoken to my son about this stuff he does overseas. Check this out. I've never spoken to my son about his overseas. And so how do you know? know? Here's what I know. I know Trump deserves to be investigated. He is violating every basic norm of a president. You should be asking him the question. Why is he on the phone with a foreign leader trying to intimidate a foreign leader? If that's what happened, that appears what happened. You should be looking at Trump. Trump's doing this because he knows I'll beat him like a drum. And he's using the abuse of power and every element of the, the presidency to try to do something to smear me. Everybody looked at this and everybody's looked at it and said there's nothing there. Ask the right question. Ask the right Shit. questions. Isn't this hilarious? He's telling an actual journalist, don't you dare ask about my son's corruption. Start asking about the fake corruption we made up against Trump. That's the right question. By the way, notice how angry Biden gets. The jugular popping out of his neck. Watch the rumble.com slash Bongino. Watch our video show. Paula does and, and Joe do a lot of great work and Drew in post-production getting these videos ready for you. Watch the video. Look at his, he's, his jugular is popping it. He's so mad that Peter Ducey has dared ask him, dared ask him about his son because we're all onto this scam. So there's number two, Joe Biden denying he's spoken to his son about his son's corrupt dealings. <laughs> you say there's more? Ladies and gentlemen, there's always more. In the interest of time, we're only going to run three videos. I could run 20 videos of Joe Biden saying the same thing. I've never spoken to my son about any of this. Here's Joe Biden at another event in 2019. Joe, not only has he never spoken to his son, Hmm. he has never, ever, ever, ever (laughs) spoken to. (laughs) Were there three ever's in here? Uh, Paula, were there three? (laughs) Let's go to the videotape and find out first of all. Never, ever, ever, ever. Check this out. And there's not a single shred of evidence to suggest anything I did was wrong. I enforced the policy of the United States government, backed up by the IMF, backed up by the EU, and backed up by all our allies to clean up the corruption and fire a prosecutor who was corrupt, period. I never, ever, 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 ever had a conversation with my son about anything that I was doing. Was that, well, how many, Jody, was that that six? six. The first one was a never. Five ever? Yeah. The first one was never. a never. Okay. So it's one never, five evers, or or one never, six Six, six evers, I think. Six. <laughs> he, to be clear what that's about. Yeah. 
He's asked a question about the prosecutor in Ukraine who was looking into his son's company in Ukraine, Burisma, where his son was making a fortune that had serious corruption allegations. They hire the son to make this stuff go away, Hunter Biden. Someone asks him about it. He says, no, no, we fired the prosecutor before, for other reasons, unrelated to them looking into my son's company. Sure you did, Joe. Sure. And then he says, and I never, ever, 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 whatever, 25 different evers repeating decimal, spoke to my son about it. Have we now, again, I know the liberals listening. I know your skulls are super thick and you don't care about any of this stuff, but it's just amazing how when you fabricate a totally BS made up, investigated six different ways from Sunday, collusion allegation against President Trump with a foreign country that's an enemy of the United States, right? You make it up, you run with it and you want the man impeached over it. No evidence ever surfaces. It's all made up. Now we have... Pursuant to this New York Post story I'm going to get to right now, concrete, hard evidence that not only was Hunter Biden hired for his influence with his dad to make corruption overseas go away, but that Biden was involved in it, Joe Biden, the whole time. And the Democrats don't care at all because they're phonies. They're epic, phony frauds, and they always have been. And by the way, I know this story is damaging. Because that loser at MSNBC, there's one of the producers for the show, The Last Word, Kyle, whatever his name is. He's like, don't media, don't you dare cover this story. Don't you dare cover this. story." That means they're in a panic that this story is real. Always. I told you, I watch these blue checkmark losers. And whenever I see what they're tweeting about, I know what they're scared about. Here's the New York Post story. Without further ado, in my show notes today, do not miss it. Biden's secret emails, front page New York Post, revealed Ukrainian executive thanked Hunter Biden for the opportunity to meet the VP dad. Meet the VP dad. Biden just told us three times he, quote, never, ever, 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 ever even spoke to his son about his business over in Ukraine. Now he's meeting with one of the guys involved with the company in Ukraine. I thought that didn't happen. I thought he never, ever, 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 ever spoke to him about it. Uh, I. Folks, again, we've been covering this forever and ever and ever. <laughs> you get the point. And now it's finally, finally coming out. And no one in the media cares. Matter of fact, this knucklehead, Kyle Sniffin Griffin, you know, he's sniffing. He's Biden's fan. They all like sniffing people. Sniffin Griffin at MSNBC is like, don't you dare cover this. These are supposed to be news people. News people. They have a bombshell in front of them, an explosive revelatory story about deep corruption with a sitting vice president and their line of attack is, don't you dare cover the news, news people. How bad is this? Oh, it's bad. By the way, if you want the story, please, Bongino.com slash newsletter. That's the, my newsletter is the show notes attached to the story. You can get these articles and every article we talk about every day. Let's go to uh, screenshot number one from this explosive New York Times. Oh, excuse me, New York, New York Times. Ha! New York Times, New York Post. New York Times will avoid this like the plague. Quote, Hunter Biden introduced his father, Joe Biden, then vice president, to a top executive. Wait, this is impossible, folks. Joe Biden already told us he never even talked to his son about this. No less met with people. Hunter Biden introduced his dad to a top executive at a Ukrainian energy firm less than a year before 
Joe Biden pressured government officials in Ukraine into firing a prosecutor investigating the company, according to emails obtained by the New York Post. What the hell planet is this? What planet is this that this is not a major story plastered upon CNN, MSNBC, Fox, ABC, NBC, CBS, and any other credible news station? Anyway, I say credible. I was only referring to Fox there. Can I mean, again, I hate to do this, the can you imagine stuff, because the can you imagine when you replace it with the GOP would require that the media had some principles and dignity and they don't, so they're stupid stories. But just for a second, play the game with me. Can you imagine if an email surfaced where President Trump demanded a foreign prosecutor investigating Don Jr. for a lucrative position on a company where he had no skills? They pressured the prosecutor to be fired while the guy was meeting people from that company meeting with President Trump. Can you just for a minute get your arms around how bad this would be? Katie, bar the door. Yeah. Oh, Katie, bar the door. They'd be calling for the guillotine. To get off with his head. It would be, I mean, the chaos that wouldn't sue. Can you imagine? But because it's a Democrat and a protected class, Joe Biden, no big deal, folks. It all goes away. Let me get to part two here. So what emails did they find on this computer from Hunter Biden? Check this out. The never before revealed meeting, talk about the meeting between Joe Biden and the uh, energy executive introduced by his son, is mentioned in a message of appreciation that Vadim Paharsky, Paharsky, sorry, an advisor to the Burisma board where Hunter worked, allegedly sent Hunter Biden on April 17, 2015, about a year after Hunter Biden joined the Burisma board at a reported salary of up to 50K a month. Here's the email. So this is from an executive at Burisma where Hunter works, who met with Hunter's dad, Joe Biden, despite Joe Biden saying he never even spoke to his son about this. Here's the email from the executive to Hunter. Quote, dear Hunter, thank you for inviting me to D.C. and giving me an opportunity to meet your father and spend some time together. It's really an honor and a pleasure, the email reads. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable, truly unbelievable. And I cannot believe, to quote my mother-in-law, I cannot believe, I can't. If this does not come up every single day from now until the election, it won't because the media is a disgrace, a disgrace to the country. Yeah. If this does not come up, I mean, what am I going to write them off? You've already written the media off because they're an embarrassment. You know now we've gone full Soviet Union. Full Soviet Union. I'm going to get through a couple more snippets from the piece. I got a couple, uh, some sponsors I need to get to. But ladies and gentlemen, shockingly, the emails they found in the New York Post about Biden's meetings and Hunter Biden's corruption shockingly get worse. I've got two more takeaways from this piece. Let me get to my um, second sponsor, our friends at Trump Card. Trump Card, what's Trump Card? It is the best movie out there. Now, if you haven't seen it, you're making a big mistake. I got a preview. It will absolutely blow your mind. Um, Dinesh D'Souza's knocked it out of the park. Knocked it out of the park. Trump Card is Dinesh D'Souza's most important film yet. It's available on video and on demand starting October 9th. 
It's out there. Go look at it. There's a new, the reviews are, Dinesh has been tweeting out reviews for this movie. It is absolutely spectacular. There's a new and dangerous socialist movement in America. It's threatening our American way of life. Find out who's behind it and how to stop it. Trump card, but beating socialism, corruption, the deep state. Look for it now on all major platforms. Don't miss Trump card. I've seen it. It's incredible. It is an eye-opener. The reviews are spectacular. Watch it now. And if you're having the unfortunate inclination to ever vote Democrat in your life again, you'll change your mind. Go see Trump card today. Again, available on all major platforms. All right. Getting back to this just unbelievable story. Hat tip to you. My wife said to me this morning, I'm not kidding. She was, Dan, how the heck does the New York Post keep cracking these major stories? They've got great sources. They've just got great sources and they're doing this crazy thing called journalism, which is virtually non-existent today. Here's another portion of the story. No, Lucy, Lucy, no, no eating that. She's trying to like eat a thing over there. Lucy's become like an, an integral part of the show. Yeah. Don't chew on that. That's very dangerous. Okay. Back to the story. So how'd you do that while looking at Lucy? That's pretty good. She popped this up on the screen. So quote from the New York Post, an earlier email from May of 2014 also shows this guy, Pazarski, who met with Biden, who was reportedly Burisma's number three executive, asking Hunter for, quote, (laughs) this is great, advice on how you could use your influence on the company's behalf. I mean, if you had to write up emails on how to like, Frame someone for corruption. These are the emails you would write. The blockbuster correspondence, which flies in the face of Joe Biden's claim that he's, quote, never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings, is contained in a massive trove of data recovered from a laptop computer. (laughs) Advice on how you... You're emailing the vice president's kid as they're paying him 50K a month and under investigation for corruption. They're emailing Hunter. Hey, how do we use your influence? Basically, you can get out of this asshole we're in. <laughs> you, could, you couldn't write us. If you had to write a script and you sent it in to a Hollywood producer, they'd be like, this is the dopiest script ever. It's too obvious. Everybody's going to know the bad guy. You got to be a little more cryptic in the email. The Falcon has landed. He's telling him, hey, can, you're laughing back there. Isn't it true? If you wrote this in a script, Joe, you're a creative cat, right? And you yeah. gave this to like Jerry Bruckheimer or some Martin Scorsese, I don't know, some director. They'd be like, this is stupid. Yeah. It's so obvious Biden's a bad guy. There's no mystery. You got to make it a little more cryptic. Follow the yellow brick road. <laughs> Let's use Wizard of Oz analogies. The man behind the curtain. See, nothing. They, there's no way. You know, I, nobody would believe this. You do like a Pulp Fiction thing with the MacGuffin where you open up the case so no one knows what's in it. You open up the case here. You got an email that says, how do we use your dad to get out of this problem we're in and pay you to do it? Sounds kind of like Joe. Sounds kind of like a quid pro quo, no? Yeah. Something for something? Oh, oh, what you accused Donald Trump of. Oh, you mean like you accused him of Russian collusion now that we know you colluded with actual Russian agents, people accused of being Russian agents to frame Donald Trump? So you colluded with the Russians, blamed it on Donald Trump. Biden's involved in a quid pro quo with the Ukrainians. We now have documented on emails, and yet Trump got impeached over a fake quid pro quo. Come on, man. 
Can you gotta play that again for me, please? I need a double. Come on, man. Listen, I'm not a big drinker, but man, do I need a shot of some <laughs> 1942 or something. No, Lucy, <laughs> stop chewing on that thing. I really do. Yeah. Because this is like complete insanity. We are living in the, I, I can't, I, I'm, I'm not, I can't say this enough. I legitimately cannot believe that I'm giving you this information and it's not a game changer that Biden hasn't stepped down from the race today. I'm, I'm not kidding. What kind of world do we live in? Where the former vice president has now been totally exposed. The emperor has no clothes for a profoundly deep corruption scheme to enrich his family documented in emails. And Biden is somehow still in this race. But Donald Trump's tweets. It's a conspiracy theory. Okay. Okay. Sure. <sighs> Listen, ladies and gentlemen, I got one more from this too. You say this video too? Well, there's a report of a video. This Hunter Biden, as my wife says, he sounds like a real classy guy. Listen to me. This country, as great as it is, and as much as I love it, will fight for it and want like nothing else to see it succeed and to be prosperous and to be a beacon of light for people seeking freedom around the world, this country has no future if this is allowed to continue. There are clearly two sets of rules right now. The Obama administration weaponized our intelligence and law enforcement assets to spy in violation of U.S. laws on U.S. citizens. The sitting vice president of the United States at the time engaged in a now known corrupt quid pro quo to enrich his family while getting foreign leaders and prosecutors fired to hide their corruption. And yet, nobody seems to care. I sense your frustration, folks. I get it. Story last night, I hope to get to, if not today, tomorrow, but there'll be no prosecutions in the unmasking. I'm getting tons of emails. Dan, I'm ready to give up. I get it. I get it. There's nothing I can, I'm not giving up. I encourage you not to go out and vote. We're put here to fight. The fight is what it's about. But I, I, I can't with a straight face anymore look at you and be like, yeah, justice is a, you know, it's a real thing. Like, it's not a real thing. It's a fake thing. It's a fake idea. It's, an, it's, a, it's written about in books. I know what it is. It just doesn't exist in the United States. And no justice. This isn't justice. It's an embarrassment. You say there's video evidence too from this laptop computer? Oh, yeah. This hunter is a real class act. Uh, check this out. So this computer where they found these emails was dropped off at a repair shop in Biden's home state of Delaware in April of 2019, according to the repair shop's owner. It's where they found these emails about Joe Biden's meeting with this Burisma guy and these appeals to use your influence, Hunter, to make this go away. Other material extracted from the computer includes a raunchy 12-minute video that appears to show Hunter who's admitted to struggling with addiction problems, smoking crack while engaged in a sex act with an unidentified woman, as well as other sexually explicit images? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to ask the obvious question, however it may offend you or not. I, I, I'm going to say I don't care. I care, but 
it's not going to impact my decision because this has to be said. What kind of family is this? You know, it's really amazing that, you know, Trump is constantly attacked for his character, yet seems to have raised a pretty decent group of kids. Biden has one of his kids who, you know, who, who died, unfortunately, prematurely, Bo. I'll leave him at us for a second, as we should. But gosh, it's Hunter Biden seems to be working with his dad in some kind of corrupt, potentially criminal fashion. And yet nobody really cares about it in the Biden family. Not only do they not care about it, Joe Biden is still covering it up. You know, folks, I, I love my family. We have people even in my family. We've had problems. I don't cover them up. I handle it with them directly. I've had issues. We've all had issues. I've had people call me for my own family. Say, Dan, you should have handled that different. Happens all the time. Nobody calls me and goes, oh, when it, when it was a mistake, that was just great, Dan. You did such a good job. And I don't do it to them. How is Joe Biden still covering this up? The guy supposedly appears on this video, according to the New York Post, smoking crack in a sex video? Again, how is Joe Biden still in this race? <sighs> Amazing. All right, I still didn't get to Amy Coney Barrett or the New York Times, so I got a lot to cover. Stick with me. Uh, let me get to my third sponsor today, our good friends at Helix. Ladies and gentlemen, Helix Mattress, they're the best in the business. The best. It's like sleeping on a cloud. I, uh, weirdly, have been sleeping even better over the last, which is, I know, odd given all that's going on, but I'm not going to spin your wheels. Um, probably one because of our Helix mattress, which we've had for a while, but we love them. We have one. My daughter has one too. Helix Sleep makes personalized mattresses made right here in America, shipped straight to your door with free, no contact delivery, free returns, and a 100-night sleep trial. To choose a mattress, Helix made a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you, not for someone else. If you like a mattress that's really soft or firm, you sleep on your side like I do, you sleep on your back, your stomach, you sleep hot, whatever it is, Helix has a mattress for you, for your tastes, not for someone else's. This is important. I took the quiz. I was matched with the, with the Midnight Lux Helix mattress because I wanted something firm since I sleep on my side. I have, you know, shoulder issues. I love Helix, but don't take my word for it. They were awarded the number one best overall mattress pick of 2020 by GQ Wired Magazine, Apartment Therapy. Just go to helixsleep.com slash Dan. Take their two-minute sleep quiz today. They'll match you to a customized mattress for the best sleep of your life like I've been sleeping over the past week. I've been out. Maybe the stress is just knocking me out, but the bed is just fantastic. Right now, Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders for our listeners. How do you get that $200 off? You go to Helix, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com slash Dan for up to $200 off your mattress order. Helix also offers exclusive discounts for military, first responders, teachers, and students. Check out their website for more information, helixsleep.com slash Dan. So that about sums up the Biden corruption chronicle story, which you probably won't hear anywhere else, but here in Fox News and elsewhere. Um, there is a lot more going on. So um, yeah, let me, I, 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 I wish I could cover this the whole show because it's just such a damning story about where we are in this country that Joe Biden's become a protected class despite such obvious malfeasance. But there is more going on. The Amy Coney Barrett hearings yesterday. Um, or another disaster for the Democrats who seemingly have not learned their lesson from the disaster of the Kavanaugh hearings where they lost. Uh, they Remember the seats they lost? The Democrat senators who were involved in that hearing lost their seats. They haven't learned anything from that. Nothing. 
Even though the Democrats won the House back in that midterm election, the Democrats in Senate who were involved in the Kavanaugh he's lost seats. <laughs> They've learned nothing. Here is seriously the dumbest member of the United States Senate. I, I am not kidding. Asking a grotesque, disgusting question of an accomplished professional mother, lawyer, public servant, Amy Coney Barrett, of course, who was nominated for Ruth Bader Ginsburg's seat. Listen to this grotesquity by the dumbest member of the U.S. Senate. Bar none, there's not even a close second. Maisie Hirono, who's asking, she hasn't asked this question of Joe Biden, who has actually been accused of sexual assault. She asks with zero evidence whatsoever, any of this is true. She asks Amy Coney Barrett in front of her kids if she's ever been accused of sexually assaulting someone. Here we go. The dumbest member of the Senate never fails to disappoint us all, Maisie Hirono. Uh, to ensure the fitness of nominees for a lifetime appointment to the federal bench or to any of the other uh, positions uh, for any of the committees on which they appear, uh, I ask each nominee these two questions, and I will ask them of you. Since you became a legal adult, have you ever made unwanted requests for sexual favors or committed any verbal or physical harassment or assault of a sexual nature? No, Senator Hirono. Have you ever faced discipline or entered into a settlement related to this kind of conduct? No, Senator. Judge Barrett, do you think it is appropriate for justices to consider real-world impacts in their decision-making? as Justice Ginsburg noted in a number of her dissents. Did she ask Joe Biden that question? Because the answer, unfortunately, would have to be yes. Remember Tara Reid, who accused Joe Biden? Accusations, nonetheless. Not saying they're true or not, but they are accusations. Joe Biden has been accused of sexual assault. Did she ask, did she ask him that, that, that question too? No, because the answer would be yes. She asked this question of Amy Coney Barrett. She has no evidence any of that's true. You know, I, I was on Parler yesterday commenting about this hearing after the show in live time. And I tweeted, you can tune out now, Maisie Hirono speaking, only if you want to preserve neuronal mass in your brain, because you will slowly prune your dendrites and axons and lose probably 20 to 30 IQ points every syllable uttered from Maisie Hirono's mouth. Now, the destruction of the Democrats by Amy Coney Barrett uh, who was cool, calm, and as, uh, as as cool as the other side of the pillow yesterday, got even worse. Here was the just um, rabid Amy Klobuchar. I'm just furious that she had to dare uh, be faced with these questions. She does Amy Klobuchar, another Democrat radical, who, you know, how dare you offend me by being in my presence, Amy Coney Barrett. Um, and this just proves to you again why Amy Coney Barrett's going to come out of this with flying colors. Because she's a superior intellect, as again, Paula commented yesterday, she's like, can you imagine how Amy Coney Barrett feels, this superior intellect dealing with these morons? And I'm like, you're right. Like, it's got to be almost offensive to her. But she sits there and she plays their game. So here's Amy Klobuchar trying to catch Amy Coney Barrett in, a, in, a, in some kind of a, like a catch-22 here. Where she's like, well, you keep talking about these super precedents. In other words, legal precedents that we wouldn't dare overturn like desegregation and things like that, right? So she's trying to catch her in it and she, watch Amy Coney Barrett turn the table and then Klobuchar tries to turn the table back and Amy Coney Barrett just wrecks her because she's just smarter than Amy Klobuchar. Check this out. 
Is Roe a super precedent? How would you define super precedent? I, I, I actually, I might have thought someday I'd be sitting in that chair. I'm not. I'm up here, so I'm asking okay, you. Okay, well, people so. use super precedent differently. Okay. The way that it's used in the scholarship and the way that I was using it in the article that you're reading from was to define cases that are so well settled that no political actors and no people seriously push for their overruling. And I'm answering a lot of questions about Roe, which I think indicates that Roe doesn't fall in that category. And scholars across the spectrum say that doesn't mean that Roe should be overruled. But descriptively, it does mean that it's a case, not a case that everyone has accepted and doesn't call for its overruling. I don't okay, think so that- here's what... Here's- this is, that was, I don't know if you say, let me translate what just happened there. Because just listening to it, you can tell Klobuchar's just getting angry because she's a numbskull and Amy Coney Barrett's a genius. What Amy Klobuchar was trying to do, radical Democrat senator, she's trying to get Amy Coney Barrett to talk about abortion to make a political viral ad for Twitter. She wants Amy Coney Barrett to say, I hate abortion. I'm going to overturn Roe versus Wade. And then so they can use that to run for office for Joe Biden and others. Is everybody following me? Coney Barrett is smarter than Amy Klobuchar by far. Amy Coney Barrett is not going to tip her hand on how she would rule on an abortion case. So Klobuchar comes back and says she's trying to take another angle. She's, well, you keep talking about these super precedents, these legal precedents, again, like desegregation and others. Well, is an abortion that way too? In other words, trying to angle her into, Paul, is this making sense? Trying to angle her into talking about abortion. That's where the super precedent things comes from. So Cody Barrett, again, who's smarter than Klobuchar, who just gets frustrated and, and looks like a lunatic trying to question her, right? Coney Barrett says, well, if abortion was a super precedent, then why are you asking me about it? (laughs) Genius. In other words, nobody, folks, listen, there's not a serious, even semi-serious legal, political, or credible human being on the planet who is seriously talking about going back to segregation outside of the woke left crowds and their segregated dorm rooms. But I said serious people. Nobody's talking about that because it's insane. Because it's insane. Everyone alive with a functioning brain cell understands Jim Crow was an abhorrent disaster for America. Everyone. That is, yes, a super precedent. Klobuchar wants Amy Coney Barrett to acknowledge that the air quotes right to terminate a life in the womb is super precedent too. But whereas nobody's asking about going back to segregation, people do ask about abortion all the time. (laughs) Which Coney Barrett brings up and says, well, they're not the same thing because you're asking me about it now. Genius. She's just, 30 or 40 IQ points smarter than these complete imbeciles she has to answer questions from. Here's one final video. Sorry, I went out of order. I know I said I'd do them different. Apologizing to Paul. You wouldn't even know they're out of order, but I always tell her the order and then screw it up. Here's a great thing. You may say, well, Amy Coney Barrett's really smart. Clearly, she's got binders full of notes and everything, and she's she's got references and footnotes, and 
She's searching the internet and during breaks. And gosh, what, how do I answer that question? So John Cornyn, who is a terrific senator running for re-election in Texas, I encourage you to go out and vote for him. He says um, he noticed something. He noticed that during the hearing that Amy Coney Barrett's not referring to notes at all. And he says, uh, you know, Judge Barrett, would you mind showing us the notepad in front of you? We'd like to see, you know, the notes you're using to answer all these questions. And this is what happened. You know, most of us have multiple notebooks and notes and books and things like that in front of us. Can you hold up what you've been referring to and answering our questions? <laughs> is there anything on it? Uh, that letterhead that says United States Senate. That's, imp- that's impressive. What an unbelievable human being. I mean, I'm not kidding. What a, an admirable, incredible example of what we can all aspire to be. Um, a mom, a public servant, legal genius, role model, and she's got to answer questions again from you know complete numbskulls like Maisie Hirono and Amy, Amy Klobuchar. Paula said, "All right, I'm not kidding." She's like, you, you, "I can't imagine sitting there listening to these idiots." In her head, she's got to be like, "Gosh, can we just get this disaster over with?" She doesn't even have any notes. There's nothing on the notepad. She doesn't need them. She doesn't even need them. That's how intellectually lightweight these people are asking her questions. All right, got uh, one last sponsor, and I'm going to get this New York Times story. We, we totally called it. We totally called it. I told you what would happen. The left-wing lunatics calling for coups, their words. Mark Zaid, read his tweet. Coup, revolution, it's coming. Talking about street fights, I told you the sleaze balls at the New York Times would try to blame the left-wing violence on us. Unfortunately for them, we have a larger audience than they do, so we buy ink by the barrel, too. Now comes the counterpunch. You're not going to like this one. show will be banned by YouTube today. Ladies and gentlemen, the election. The election. Actually, let me say, let me rephrase that. Election day is weeks away. Voting has already started in some states. It started here in Florida. Paul and I have already voted by mail. Arizona and Michigan, too. Early, early, in, post, early in person voting. Why do I always get that line wrong? Early in person voting. It's why I need you to go today. Please don't wait to keep America, America.com. Go now. They will get you this the most trusted, up to date voting information. And while you're there, please, please, please commit to take one person to the polls, just one, minimum one, or help them with their getting their, ab- uh, their absentee or their mail-in ballot. Please, this is a turnout election. We need to get out the vote today. We cannot leave one single vote behind. The 2016 election was decided by thousands of votes, not millions. Thousands of votes. And 350,000 of you Across the country, you've already gone to keepamericaamerica.com. They will give you the latest voting information you need, and it'll let you help. We'd like to see that number reach 1 million. Make it the biggest get-out-the-vote effort in conservative history, one the liberal media can't ignore. When you go to keepamericaamerica.com, you can choose to do a little or you can choose to do a lot, but please, please do your part. There's only a couple weeks left to save the country. Go to keepamericaamerica.com now. That's keepamericaamerica.com now. Don't wait. Thank you all, job creators, for sponsoring the show today. All right. So uh, we called it. We totally called it. Here's a little background. Our show with 
Michael Anton, who is a solid conservative, who exposed this project called the Transition Integrity Project. It's a group of prominent liberals um, who called for some really, really insane stuff after the election or war game stuff and called for a street fight, not a legal one after the election. Michael Anton's been warning about that stuff. Letters to our military to escort Trump out of the White House. These are all serious things that if these are written by liberals, by the way, military guys, get Trump out of the White House. We need a street fight, not a legal one after the election. These are, I'm just citing their words, by the way. Prominent Democrat lawyer during the impeachment thing, Mark Zaid. The coup has started. Rebellion. Their words. We're just citing them, right? We had them panicked. My show's on the coming coup. That was the title of the article by Anton. Went nuclear. It was seen by everyone. Now, of course, the tech tyrants, in conjunction with their speech suppression advocates at the New York Slimes, they can't have that because they hate free speech. The New York Times is Pravda. It's worse than Pravda. At least Pravda was honest about being dishonest. The New York Times pretends they're actual journalists. So this sleazy reporter over there, Davey Alba, who was texting me and begging me for a quote, thinking like we weren't onto her disinformation schemes. That's what she does. She's a disinformation specialist. Thinking we weren't onto her, decided she was going to be the one to write the story we knew was coming. The story being what? Dan Bongino and Mark Levin exposed left-wing violence? No, no, that wasn't the story. All of a sudden, the left-wing violence we exposed, we're responsible for their calls to violence. This is actually in the New York Times. You don't believe me? Here was the story came out last night by this sleazy fake news specialist, um, Davy Alba. She writes, riled up, misinformation stokes calls for violence on election day. <laughs> this is great. We're quoting... The left calls for violence and it's misinformation and we're calling for violence, talking about them calling for violence. If you're like, huh, I think so. every other sane person on the planet, this is it. This is the classic Republicans pounce. You know, Republicans pounce. I've talked about this over and over. I warned you this was coming. Did I not tell you that this woman was a sleazeball? And was going to do a total disinformation campaign and blame us for exposing leftist calls for violence. And she put it right in the headline. You don't even have to read the rest of the article. Her piece gets worse. You know, Republicans pounce, right? Where Democrats do something wrong and get caught. We caught them. Tweeting about a coup. Folks, Mark Zaid, Democrat lawyer, coup. Look it up. Involved in the impeachment hoax calling for a coup and a rebellion. Look it up yourself. Don't take my word for it. You're not going to get that from Sleazy Alba. The Transition Integrity Project, writing about a street fight, not a legal one. I'll show you the document. The, the guy who runs the Transition Integrity Project, calling for the death of Michael Anton, who exposed them on my show. None of this is in her story at all. It's about us covering it. This <laughs> is hilarious. These people are so sleazy. From the piece, this is just great. This is great. In a video on September 14th, Dan Bongino, right-wing commentator, declared the Democrats were planning a coup against Trump on election day. Bongino talked about bipartisan election experts who had met in June. She's talking about the Transition Integrity Project. To plan for what might happen after the vote was actually and was held. To support his, my baseless claim. We quoted them. We quoted them. <laughs> to support his baseless claim, he twisted the group's words to fit his meeting. Twisted the group's words. You mean by quoting them? You, 
We'll have to quote them again because now, listen, this will probably be banned by the, by the total sleazeballs at Google and YouTube because they, don't, they do not want you to see what the left is actually talking about. So now by quoting them, we're twisting their words. This is this human sleaze at the New York Times. Here's part two of this. She goes on, it's, it's our fault for quoting the left's calls for a, quote, street fight, not a legal one after the election. It's our fault now. Check this out. It gets even better. I mean, this is this the peak of human sleaze. Of all the r- rumors, rumors, by the way, she's calling rumors. We, we quoted them of all the rumors. Uh, all, excuse me. All the rumors appear to be having the same effect of of <laughs> of riling up Mr. Trump's restive base. So just to be clear, you're responsible. This is your fault. So us talking about the left's calls for violence, a coup, death threats and calling for a street fight. It all has the effect of making you upset, therefore you're at fault for their violence. You can't make this up. You cannot make this up. The level of degeneracy in the media is so profound. And by the way, I totally busted her. She's running scared right now in panic. Wait till you see what I caught her doing. Now she's protected her tweets. Sleazy Alba. Because she knows she's totally busted. Watch who she was in cahoots with a minute as she does this total hack job, disgusting, filthy hit piece trying to blame you, the rest of Trump base, for leftist violence. As if Antifa, BLM, the coup language, the street fight language, and the actual death threat didn't happen. She covers none of that in her piece. None of it. This is hilarious. Here's part three of our story. So first is we twisted the words. Second is it's your fault the leftists, is causing, the leftists are causing violence or asking for violence. Now here's her appeal to Facebook and YouTube and the tech tyrants because they're speech suppressing Soviet losers to get rid of our information exposing them. Of the lies, the lies, folks. She calls them lies. Someone needs to sue this woman. Somebody, please. Facebook said it was, Removing calls for interference or violence at polling place. Okay, we, none of that's on my seat. I don't know what she's even talking about. And with label posts that sought to delegitimize de- the results. Here we go. YouTube, screw tube, back it again. Now you know why I'm in an investor uh, in Rumble, right? Screw tube. She says, YouTube said it was not recommending videos containing the false rumors. <laughs> the false rumors. This is hilarious. This is hilarious. This Because she's a Soviet, she doesn't like it that our show, The Coming Coup, exposing the left, she doesn't like it that you get to read about what they're doing. So a New York Times sleazeball acting as a journalist is now making her appeal to ScrewTube, which dutifully applies, to now make sure the videos aren't seen by anyone. Now you see why I'm begging you to use Rumble and not YouTube? Because YouTube's a scam. It's a monopoly run by Google, and it's a scam. It is an anti-competitive, antitrust-violating crap company, ScrewTube, that will screw you over at the first opportunity because some sleazy, no-follower, New York Times fake news reporter didn't like it that we quoted the left's calls for violence and warned everyone about what they were doing in an effort to avoid the violence. But ScrewTube will censor us. 
because this loser asked him to. You may be like, this can't get any worse. No, ladies and gentlemen, it does. We actually quoted the Transition Integrity Project. These anti-Trump hacks, calls for a, quote, street fight, not a legal one. Their words, not mine. Where was that in her story? Nowhere. Nowhere. She cites all these random, ridiculous things about the Transition Integrity Project, but doesn't mention that the guy running it, by the way, has issued a death threat. And she goes to this other guy, Trey Grayson, for a quote. She's like, the guy's like, no, no, that's all crazy talk. We're not calling for a coup. We just quoted you. She leaves it. The street fight line is nowhere in her story. Anywhere. Nowhere. So now she said first that we twisted the group's words. We did. Well, did we twist page 11 of the Transition Integrity Project's manifesto? You know, page 11, bullet two up here on the screen now, where it says planners need to take seriously the notion this may well be a street fight, not a legal battle. She also eliminated, they also eliminate other things like technocratic solutions, courts, and a reliance on elites observing norms. They say, quote, that is not the answer here. So just to be clear, Sleazy Alba, fake news Soviet Pravda reporter. We're twisting their words? Those are their words. That Those are their words. Do you know what that means? A quote, I know your IQ is very low. That's why you're at the New York Times. I get that. You probably believe the pee-pee tape too. But how did we twist their words by quoting them? A group of prominent anti-Trumpers. These are not ham and eggers. These are prominent liberals and anti-Trumpers got together and put out a document saying that the fight after the election is going to be a street fight. And then they eliminate, in case you're confused about what that means, they're like, we don't mean a technocratic one. We don't mean one driven in the media by elites. And we don't mean a legal one. No, they literally mean a street fight. That's in Davy Alba's story, right? Paula, why are you leaving that out? She doesn't want to quote the whole story. Why are you leaving that out? The answer is she's not leaving it out. It's nowhere in the story. Because Davy Alba's a sleazeball. And doesn't want to tell you what we actually did, which is quote them themselves. We didn't twist anything. You twisted their words by quoting them. Let's play the game again. I know it's ridiculous because it would expect Davy Alba to have a sliver of integrity, which she doesn't. She's, you know, Pravda. That's what they do. Can you imagine for a moment if there was a conservative podcast like this that put out a manifesto about how to handle the election? And one of the bullet points I read on the air was, ladies and gentlemen, we need to do a street fight after the election. Get ready for it. Not a legal one. And by the way, I'm not talking about legality, technocratic solution. I'm talking about, I'm not talking about media. I'm talking about a street fight. We need a street fight after the election. Can, can, you, can you imagine we'd be off every single platform tomorrow? There would be a mass boycott by the Losers Brigade tomorrow. What we did was expose what they were doing to warn you, to hopefully prevent and expose these calls for violence and, quote, street fights so that they don't happen. But sleazeball Alba doesn't know any of that. Well, she does, and she lies. Because that's what she does. The catch is, my penetration into the market 
between Bongino.com, Bongino Report, Twitter, and my show is bigger than hers. This is an asymmetric fight. She can't win. She may buy ink by the barrel. I buy it by the busload. And to Davey, because I know you're watching. Let's not pretend you're not, okay? This is the most this is the most your name will ever be heard for the rest of your life. You will die anonymous. Nobody will know you. This is the most famous you will ever be for the rest of your So I know you're watching. I can keep this going all day. You keep writing and I'll keep writing back. Because if you think you're going to scare me from exposing leftist calls for violence, you have done nothing but made me triple and quadruple down. I swear to you, believe me, I've got nothing to lose anymore. You don't know the half of it. Now, she says we twisted their words. Did we twist who founded the Transition Integrity Project? Well, let's go to page three of the Transition Integrity Project's own documents. At the bottom, there's a three for page three for Davey. Rosa Brooks and Nils Gilman launched the Transition Integrity Project in December of 2019. Goes on to say what they focus on. Also. So a guy named Nils Gilman started this thing. You know, the group calling for a street fight after the election. That's their document. Nils Gilman started. It's not my document. It's not a conspiracy theory. That's their own document. I'm doing it. I'm Nils Gilman. So Nils Gilman was exposed in this document by Michael Anton and my show. Nils Gilman responded this perfectly sane. Of course, I'm being sarcastic. The guy's a lunatic. Responded on social media publicly by issuing a death threat for Michael Anton. You don't believe me? Here's the tweet. At Nils underscore Gilman. Michael Anton is the Robert Breselak of our times and deserves the same fate. Even as a picture of me and Michael Anton. Breselak was killed for being a Nazi sympathizer. That was in Davy Alba's story, right? About leftist calls, about the, how the right is to blame for leftist calls for violence. Of course it wasn't, um, because Davy Alba's a fraud. And I will be following up with the New York Times every day this week to make sure that they understand how Davy Alba was conspiring with Nils Gilman afterwards over Twitter, over Twitter to hide this whole thing about Gilman's actual death threat. Breselak was killed. He wants the same fate, quote, for Michael Anton. That's a death threat. It's still up on Twitter, by the way. If you're a conservative and you're dumb enough to issue a death threat on Twitter, you'll be banned tomorrow, which is good. But if you're a liberal like Nils Gilman, you issue a death threat on Twitter, hey, no problem. The New York Times will cover it up completely. That tweet is nowhere in her article. I'm waiting for the revision to come out where she mentions the death threat and then blames me for the death threat. Now, after the article comes out yesterday, who appears on whose Twitter feed? Death threat guy, Nils Gilman, head of the Transition Integrity Street Fight Project, right? Responds back to Davy Alba. Definitely how I felt about this. Replying to at Davy Alba. There he is, Nils Gilman. When she made a comment about how we covered her story. He responds back, definitely how I felt about it. Now, you may say Davy Alba wasn't dumb enough to respond back to a guy who issued a death threat, which she conveniently hid in her story. No, of course she's dumb enough. She's Davy Alba. She responded back. She responded back. The world, fire emoji, me, sad guy emoji. 
Oh, no, wait, wait. Hold on. Notice what it says at the bottom. The tweet has been deleted. <laughs> I catch Davy Alba tweeting back to the death threat guy. She covers up for in her article, the guy who issued a death threat on Twitter, which she's blaming us for. <laughs> you can't make this up. She tweets back to him. Emoji guy. Hey, so sad. Fire. I'm on fire. The word. She tweets back to him and then deletes the tweet when I catch her. Don't worry, Davey. We got screenshots. We'll be sending them to the New York Times all week. Don't you worry, Davey Alba. And then when Davey Alba found out, we knew what she was tweeting back and forth to people, celebrating her gaslighting disinformation Soviet Union article, trying to blame us for leftist death threats. What did she do to her Twitter account? Oh, isn't this cute? Here's Davey Alba's Twitter account now. These tweets are protected. <laughs> Nobody can see her tweets anymore. This is just great. So, folks, in, in case you're under the mistake, and I had a little back and forth with the, the lovely Paula this morning. She's like, you know, Dan, I'm not sure they hate this. They may like this because you're giving them exposure. No, 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 no. Yeah, that does happen sometimes where leftists troll you hoping you retweet their articles. Trust me, that's not the case. Nobody deletes tweets and protects their Twitter account when they're proud of something. She got busted. She tried to blame me and Levin for quoting leftist calls for violence, quoting death threat tweets, quoting tweets from leftist lawyers calling for a coup. She got busted. She got nailed. She knows she's disgraced herself, her family, her paper, and everything. She knows I'm not going to stop now, ever that I will stay on the story forever. So she desperately appeals to YouTube and Facebook and others to pull us down, which they will, because that's what they do, which will make then uh, another whole set of stories about them and we'll use it to make Rumble and other places and Parler even better. She knows she got nailed to the wall because she's a fraud. We win, you lose again. You can't win this fight. Because you're just wrong. You can. You know exactly what you did. We called it and you got busted. One more uh, last story here. I, I, I have, listen, I've got some really killer audio of Andrew Cuomo, governor of New York. I'm going to have to play it tomorrow. It's just totally ripping the cover off this idea that these lockdowns were based in science. He admits it on this call, I, but I got to play. It's two minutes long. I got to play it tomorrow. It's really good. But I want to end with this. Davey Alba is appealing to Facebook and ScrewTube to take down our videos because Davey Alba doesn't have a case to make herself because she's not smart enough. She doesn't know what quotations mean. We're twisting their words by quoting them. Are you that stupid? You know, of course you are. But she's appealing to ScrewTube and Facebook and Twitter and others because she knows they'll generally comply. You don't believe me? Facebook is terrified of me. Because my Facebook page dominates Facebook. I am not saying that to be self-congratulatory. I'm not. Although it sounds that way, forgive me. I'm, it's not a moment of hubris. You just have to go to CrowdTangle, which measures, measures the reach of Facebook posts. And we're always in the top 10. Matter of fact, I think today, hold on, I'll do this on the air with you. Let me look. I haven't looked for today yet. You can go to this Twitter account that measures this. It's called at Facebook's top 10. Huh, here it is. This is from one hour ago. Not kidding. Here are the top 10 performing links posted in the U.S. by Facebook pages in the last 24 hours. Number one, comicbook.com. Number two, Dan Bongino. Number three, Ben Shapiro. 
I'm just figure this out. Number four, Dan Bongino. Number five, Dan Bongino. Number six, Dan Bongino. Number seven, Dan Bongino. Number eight, Dan Bongino. Number nine, Jay Seculo. Number 10, Robert Reich. Not a, I just retweeted it if you'd like to check it out yourself. Facebook is terrified of me. There's nothing. Now you may say you're not being suppressed on Facebook. They're not doing anything. That's you sharing the content from my Facebook page. That's not them helping me. That's what has people like Davy Alba so terrified. That's why she wrote this piece. And that's why she puts the appeal to Facebook and YouTube to shut us down. Because they're terrified that you're going to be able to read information about what the left is up to, that we're getting it out there. And it's going to let people see the left for who they really are. Violent calls to violent thugs who don't give a damn, a damn about a peaceful election. They're terrified you're going to be able to see that. So they're trying to blame it on us and appeal to Facebook to get my page taken down because it's that powerful. Thanks to you. All right, folks, this is really uh, a lot of info in today's show. Please spread it around. Sorry to beat that to death with the New York Times reporter, but you have to understand this is a concentrated effort by Soviet-style media people in conjunction with the tech tyrants to shut us all down. Oh, oh, the Facebook thing. I didn't even get that. Oh, the Facebook thing. Oh, showing you exactly what Facebook, showing you how they're not helping us at all. Uh, remember I showed you that video the other day of the Biden event where nobody showed up and the reporter was like, oh my gosh, there's nobody here. That got fact-checked on our Facebook page. It says it's missing context. <laughs> it was a news report. There was nobody there at the Biden. They're like, it may not have been an event because they didn't advertise it. We discussed that. We put that on Facebook, showing you again how these appeals, I'm sorry, I totally missed the point there, totally on me, how Davy Alba and Soviet-style media reporters appeals to Facebook work because Facebook then tries to attack our page despite its popularity. Fact check, you said there, were, there was nobody at the Biden event and it's missing context. What context? There was nobody there. It was a news report. <laughs> so stupid. All right, thanks for tuning in, folks. Really appreciate it. Please subscribe to the show on Rumble. Forget ScrewTube. Rumble.com slash Bongino. We really appreciate it. Also, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, uh, and you can listen to the show always at Bongino.com. We really appreciate it. Please pick up my book again, Follow the Money. We are still in the top 10 on uh, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, uh, elsewhere. We really appreciate it. Or pick it up in bookstores. The chapter, uh, I think it's chapter six on the Obama Fixer in Spygate. Kathy Rumler is blowing people's minds. I'm not kidding. Read some of the reviews. We put a lot of work into it. You're not going to hear that anywhere else. Check it out today. Thanks a lot. See you all tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.